When facing a family law matter, it can feel like an overwhelming and never-ending court process. It's vital to know that things will look better on the other side if you hire legal counsel with the skill and compassion to help. It's Stangy Law Firm. We represent clients in difficult family law matters every day. Visit FamilyLawRepresentation.com to schedule your consultation. That's FamilyLawRepresentation.com. Stangy Law Firm, here to help you rebuild your life. Stangy Law Firm has an office in Wichita. Kirk Stangy, 120 South Central Avenue, Suite 450 Clayton, Missouri. You're about to hear a preview of Partially Examined Life supporter-exclusive content. To learn how to get the whole thing, check out partiallyexaminedlife.com slash support. Hey, this is your nightcap. We're recording this on January 24th, 2024. We're about to record our first Aristotle Metaphysics episode in just two days. It was supposed to be today, but we decided to do this instead now because it's a little it's a little late in the evening for us. Because we're old. Well, yeah, why are we doing this now instead of... I just don't want to be... I don't like staying up thinking that hard until 9.30 at night. Oh, that's why we're doing Aristotle on Friday. On Friday. Friday It's not that we needed extra time, although now that I have extra time, (laughs) I definitely did not cram today in the way that I've been... (laughs) I've been working my ass off on this, but only only because I really... I'm just terrified of it. It's important. like i've been enjoying what i've been doing a lot and then i'm like looking at our literature folder has secondary literature and then even more secondary literature sorry (laughs) and and i've been oscillating between four different translations but now i'm pretty much settling on the ross (laughs) yeah yeah well um, i'm just terrified (laughs) no no i i mean i will say there's only one well, two pieces of secondary liter- literature that I think are necessary, which is the Stanford and then the Rutledge guidebook to Aristotle's metaphysics, which you, is very good, which I know you're all. Yeah, I've, I've, I've been reading that. And the and the Stanford, you mean the metaphysics one or one of the Yeah, the Stanford five, encyclopedia. The no, just the metaphysics. Just the Stanford Aristotle metaphysics, not okay. to be confused with the metaphysics in general <laughs> article, which mm-hmm. is in there as well. And then the different translations, I'm just switching back and forth when I get confused. I mean, no, I've already read it. I read most of it in the Reeve, actually. And <laughs> I'm just going back and doing notes now and trying to do my thing where I summarize it in my own words. But this, it, it almost turns out like, be, like I'm trying to do another translation. And I actually think Aristotle, the substance of what he's saying is often actually quite clear and the mm-hmm. and it's and the complexity is not always a matter of ooh isn't aristotle so deep i just i honestly think these are lecture notes it just it's more and more obvious to me these are someone's lecture notes they're shorthand they're not there's so many gaps and they're just the person is just writing this down to remember and i i don't even know if that's the official theory of this but that's the way it comes across to me so i feel like there should and maybe this already exists there should be like a translation of aristotle's metaphysics and I, and I guess a lot there are probably a lot of commentaries that do this, but that just just translate it into flesh out, <laughs> be like Aristotle's editor, you know, just go well, in. Sure. Okay, I'm Aristotle's editor. I'm going to fill this out, and we're going to make this readable, more readable than it is after two thousand years. <laughs> the, the the Rutledge is doing it sort of, not with the conceit of written treatise style or lecture style the way Aristotle did, but it's effectively doing that, you know, section by section, 
book by book trying to do that. And I don't know if it's because I've read it before or other Aristotle I've read is so much harder to deal with <laughs> that I, f- I find it not too bad. I, I've been enjoying it maybe even more than I thought I would. Dylan, are you doing just this St. John's Joe Sachs translation? Is that your favorite one? Somebody told me to read that one, and that's what I've been reading, and I don't like it. Well, well Dylan and I kind of finally like said made that the official. So I have read. What don't you like about it? Oh yeah, go ahead. Just that it's very. It follows the grammar, the Greek grammar, probably pretty literally, such that you know it's not that the words are that hard. They're just in a weird order. It's like. If you said, I want to make a really accurate Spanish translation, so I'm going to make all the adjectives come after the nouns just like they do in Spanish. That is what I feel like I'm reading. And and I'm getting used to it, but it just, I mean, try reading five sentences out loud to somebody as I did in my house and see what they say to you. See if they like that. They're going to hate you. No, but I can I say that before, Dylan, you say anything, just as the person who's been looking at four different translations. Yes. And who kind of now prefers the Ross as the clearest. That's the low one, right? The clearest. That's the low. I don't think it's the lobe one, actually. But he's the guy. He's the sort of classic old translation, the one the most quoted. And and the oh, one the for, the, is the for hen- like the collected. It's yeah. Trendetic. Sorry. Yeah. yeah. And, the, okay. and for like the collected works of Aristotle, he's the one, you know. Uh, you know, like the complete works of Aristotle, if you ever buy that, that's the Ross translation. So Sachs is really actually clearer than other translations in places. It's really inconsistent, in my opinion. There are things that are baffling. And if you go look at the Sachs, it actually comes out clearer. It's a product, obviously, of the text. And I think no matter how unliteral you try to be, it's the fact that these are basically, it's someone doing shorthand lecture notes. So that's what makes it so hard to translate well i think part of it is also that i find the the argument about the way in which the terms in aristotle have evolved over two thousand years of translating him also persuasive you know when you read in the greek a bunch of things in in it i i find a lot of the, the classic terms i don't even get what they mean until i transliterate them words like actuality and stuff like that. When I hear a term like thinghood, it makes more sense to me, even though it's a made up word, you know, or basically uh, you're, totia, all becoming, I, what you're all becoming be. Heideggerian. What it is, what, yeah. What, what it, what it is to be and, instead of essence. And, yes. Yeah. So when, when and, and when you read it in the Greek, it's formulated as a question. And so when it said, well, what I'm talking about is the, what it is to be. Well, that to me preserves the activity of the inquiry right? And makes it clear what you're trying to get at when you, now, if you want to call that essence, that's fine. But to me, it's when you end up saying, well, what do you mean by essence? Well, what I mean is, is what it is to be that to me, just, it works and is persuasive. Yeah. It's important. We'll get well, into and, this in the episode, yeah, but, and, it, and, but it's and, important. And, be, and yeah. being at, being at work, being you know, itself, yeah. and being at work, staying itself, those things capture the notion of motion and unity that when i read aristotle pervades him and so even if it's awkward it feels very fitting and it makes it easier for me to understand than things like actuality or i forget what people translate being at work stands of intellectia i forget what the standard translation for that is 
But one is, I think that's actuality. I'm going to be interested to see how we progress for the whole thing because, I mean, we're, what we're reading for Friday is really the preamble, right? You know, it's not till you get to gamma that you start and then whatever it is. You gamma, that you gamma down. Yeah, and you get the first piece of substantive, more substantive preamble. And then it, it's not until, what is it, book seven that you get down and dirty, so... I'm going to be interested to see how, how long this takes us. And more generally, I'm, I'm very myself excited to get into the philosophy of essentialism. Yes. And hopefully mm-hmm. I have persuaded you guys that we should read this book by Brian Ellis next called The Philosophy of Nature, A Guide to the New Essentialism, which I've started reading and is great. And actually, this is a book that's actually written for a more general audience. He has another more scholarly, longer, boring version. This really joins up with philosophy of science in a way that is very helpful. Because, yeah, this question, like the the Toti A&I, what it is to be, it's very it's very puzzling to even say what it, what we mean when we say that something is an entity, you know, something is a being, is a thing. Well, what makes it a thing as opposed to a heap or you know, what makes it a unity? But anyway... What you've been thinking about, Seth? I know this is not supposed to be, you know, it's a nightcap. We're not supposed to be talking about what we're going to be talking about. But for anybody who's listening to this that hasn't gone through the grist mill on academic philosophy, there's a dynamic with ancient philosophy where it's like, well, do you know your Greek? Do you know your Latin? And you try to read something in translation, and the hardcore folks will get you spinning around the axle on the translation. I'm trying to think about what I was saying in the car with my wife. We were recently traveling, and we were driving. And she was like, well, what are you going to do your next episode on? And I was like, oh, Aristotle. You know, It's facile to just say, oh, you know, Aristotle's metaphysics or Aristotle's physics. And then to start to read it and to be like, oh, yeah, pretty much all. I don't know if it was uh, Hopper or Rorty or somebody said that all of philosophy is a footnote to Plato or something like that. It was Whitehead. Was it Whitehead? Okay. In a footnote. Um, Footnote? (laughs) If that sounds like the kind of thing that you want to hear more about, then please go to partiallyexaminelife.com slash support. Thanks for listening. Has the winter season taken a toll on your tile, upholstery, carpet? Call Cyclone Cleaners, 570-726-6200. For all your carpet, upholstery, and ceramic tile cleaning needs, it's Cyclone Cleaners, also offering odor treatment and soil and stain guard. Choose the only cleaning company that supplies the water to clean your home and disposes of it when they are finished. Call Cyclone Cleaners to schedule your cleaning today, 570-726-6200.